Hey, it's from Page Avenue Crew. <laughs> My name is Adam. What the fuck? It's Dan. Josh. It's Ryan. And Ryan. <laughs> and Josh. Josh and Ryan. Ryan and Josh. Josh and Ryan. Hey Ryan guys, and we're Josh. story of the year. You ever heard of us? Good job, everyone. We never say we're story of the year. We are the story of the year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, we are on week two of quarantine uh, quarantine podcasting. We didn't really explain that last week, but Adam's still recovering. Still recovering from the Rona. He's not dead yet, so that's good. Playing it safe, being at home. Feeling pretty good, huh? Remember how last episode I said if you die, get that penis mummified? I'll use it as a whammy bar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone sent me a text. I guess the Sodi Discord like did it. Yeah, by like 8 a.m. the day of the podcast. Yeah, They put an exact mold of your dick. I'm going to go look right now. It's a good looking whammy bar. Yeah. It's easy to see because the guitar you know, was green, but the whammy bar was, of course, dick colored. So you just glance down. Flashy. There Depends it is. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same thickness as a whammy bar. It was weird. I'm wearing a skin type <laughs> deep V-neck. <laughs> Painted on. Is that on, a dude. real picture of you? Yeah. Is that actually what you had on? <laughs> you yeah. can't see. Never mind. Yeah, oh, deep super v. deep. I was, I was thinking uh, turtleneck. <laughs> A turtleneck. I was like, what? Uh, like, you wear a turtleneck on stage? We should all wear skin-tight turtlenecks on this next shit. <laughs> hey, you ever look at the cover of The Lonely Island uh, Turtleneck and Chain and think, man, they actually look kind of dope? No. They do. We don't look love at them again. like you love them. Well, you're right. <laughs> we listen to real bands. I'm a super fan. They are a real band. <laughs> like Steel, Pan- Steel Dragon? Yeah. I am Steel Dragon. <laughs> hey, you know what else we didn't do last week? In addition to not telling people that we were remote because of my disease, <laughs> uh, we, we didn't realize that was like the New Year's episode. Mm. We blew it. Happy what? New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Uh, Did, yeah, uh, that was actually New Year's Eve that, that came out. Happy New Year. Same shit's happening. Same shit, different year. What did you guys do? You do anything fun? I didn't do anything. I got drunk. I started the New Year as I usually do, hungover. <laughs> The first day of every year sucks for me. <laughs> That's a weird thing to have happen. Where'd you go? Waiting room? Yeah. Yeah. There was a, not a lot of people there because, you know, everybody was dying, but um, nobody was sick and then nobody got sick from there that I know of. So I'm, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. Josh, what'd you do? Sat at home, made 17 rolls of sushi. <laughs> Did you fall asleep before midnight like you said you would? Oh, I was asleep at 930. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to come hang out and then he texted the next day and he's like nope i was in bed by 9 30 i woke up at four for no reason <laughs> you were all woke excited up at four that'll happen when yeah. you go to bed at 9 30 every night i guess that's a lot of sleep i totally went to a crossfit party Ooh wee! you got did you just lift until midnight <laughs> you guys are doing like thrusters and shit <laughs> yeah no but I, uh it was great it was awesome but then josh you were like i was in bed by 9 30 and there's a little part of me that's like damn that sounds nice it was because I because it doesn't matter what happens. I would get up at fucking the same time every day, so it doesn't matter how late I stay up. I still get up at fucking six. You know, I woke up. At, I woke up at four, and I was laying in bed, going, "Nope, not going back to sleep." So <laughs> tonight's gonna rule. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of COVID, you got ringworm. Ringworm for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Nice. My uh, nice. with psoriasis. My wife. My wife. Uh, she fell asleep at like nine thirty or something, and I stayed awake and at. 11.55, I went and woke her up, and I was like, hey, do you want to watch this thing drop or whatever? And she said, yep. She got up. We just stood there together and watched the thing drop in New Orleans or whatever, because that's the thing in the time zone. Yep. And they went, yay. And she went back to bed. No, <laughs> that was it. So she's, you're not, like, quarantining from her? She's just like, you know, how, I mean, how can you even do that? Yeah, you especially know? because, it, and, you know, at the, the Christmas party with the family. Her, Guys, I love her. The Christmas party where everybody got it she was there too and she like you know what i'm saying she if she was going to get exposed 
she was exposed. Yep. So <laughs> fuck it. Loud. And she, she hasn't had any, any symptoms really. So <laughs> if she dies, she dies. <laughs> so it's all good. But uh, I'm getting there though. I'm like 90% back. That's cool. Hey, if your wife dies, we can mummify her pussy. What can we do with it? Your dick could be a whammy bar. What could her poon be? It could be my own personal like mummy flashlight. It could be my pick holder. I'll store my picks in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm putting my picks in it, dude. How dare you? No, I'm putting my p- picks in your wife's p- poos. poos. <laughs> can't, put a, can't put another man's picks in there. It's nature's pocket. <laughs> nature's oat pocket. Nature's oat pocket. Hey, do you guys do New Year's resolutions? Do you fuck with that? No. No. No, I'm a grown-up. No, I don't do that either. I get super excited about the New Year, but uh, I don't really make resolutions. I just, like, I, I think I kind of do, actually. I just, like, write down a whole bunch of shit that I want to, like, get accomplished and everything. But uh, mostly I look back at last year and go, what the fuck didn't work? And I write all that out. Yeah. You know? But I don't, be, I don't like, write down, like, lose 10 pounds. <laughs> you know? But I just, like, I, tr- I don't know. I get, all, I get like, really excited about the New Year. The, the older I get, the more it's, it's just another fucking day. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like, oh, December 31st sucked. January 1st on, it's going to be totally different. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, it's not. It's 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 the next day. There's yeah. not a little part of you that's like, all right. There's some shit th- this year. There's some shit that I did that's like it's not really working for me. So it's kind of like a just a superficial, if a little bit symbolic chance to like just like change some habits and shit. Nothing like that. No, no, no. nothing. It's <laughs> just another day. I do a lot of stupid shit that like I uh, and and uh, I don't know. I kind of like analyze all that shit and go like, what am I doing in my life that's not working? That's that's about as far as I take it, you know? I think I do that more often, like, monthly. It is just an arbitrary day, but it's also an opportunity to take that arbitrary thing and just go, okay, well, this is at least, like, an easy uh, starting point to focus on, I guess. You know what I mean? I just feel like if, for me personally, having that outlook is like, I could just do that any day. Yeah, yeah, but there's just... It to be so- a certain day to start doing it. Yeah, yeah, but there's just something, there's something about, it's like... It's like a little psychological milestone. Yeah, you know, yeah, to fuck yeah. yeah. With. Uh, I'll give you an example. Of, I'll give you an example of like a little one, um, dude. I was like in my garage. This was like over Christmas. I shut it down pretty hard over over Christmas. But you know how like in St. Louis it was like seventy on Christmas Day. Like mm-hmm. it was like really warm. Long story super short. I was in my garage lifting weights, and the sun was coming up, and it was like shining in my garage, and it was lighting up all these fishing poles. Right? It sounds really fucking weird, but I was like, damn, that's just like really cool looking. I grabbed my camera instead of working out. I just spent like 30 minutes just photographing like fishing gear and fishing poles because the morning light was just hitting it. And I realized I was like, dude, one thing I'm going to do a lot more of in 2022 is just like shoot photos, not like just for the fucking fun of it. Like I, I kind of stopped doing that. Like, unless I'm getting, unless someone's paying me for it. And, uh, I just like my whole day was just 30% 30% better because I just did this creative thing in the morning and shot these photos. And I was like, I need to just shoot photos for free, just for fun. Like a couple times a week this year, you know, just cause like, it just made me super fucking happy. No one was paying me for it. And I was like, I realized it's like, I only shoot now. People are paying for me, paying me for it. You know? Yeah. You used so, to take pictures. You used to take pictures of shit, just stuff all the time, like in your house and shit on and tour. Stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, if we're touring, like, I'm always going to do that, you know? But, like, I don't know. There, I just, I haven't shot a lot. Of, I mean, mostly it's just because we, we've been so absorbed. Like, I've been so absorbed, like, making this record. It's like all my focus is on it. But 
I, I haven't just went out and like shot stuff for fun in a while. And I realized the other morning I was like, fuck dude, I'm going to do a lot more of that this year. I'm just going to take photos for no reason, like no reason at all, just because it's fun, you know? That's tight. So that's, a, that's not really a resolution, but that's an example of a small thing that I realized like, it's like, I, I want to do a lot more of that, you know? Yeah. Hey, you know what yeah. sucks? Speaking of uh, the opposite of all that good shit you're talking about? Sitting in my basement by myself. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it's your fault. Betty White died. That was a bummer. Yeah. True. Did She did make it to like 100, right? Yeah. Or like 90 or I something? Mean, it's a bummer, but I mean, you know, it's pretty awesome. 17 days short of 100. Yeah, that that's kind of crazy. But Yeah, but I just I just read something. She was 17 days short, but she lived through 17 leap years. So yes. she made that shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my great grandma lived to 99 and like almost exactly the same thing. I think she died like a month or a little less than a month before her 100th birthday. But that's 99% more than most people live. So it's pretty great. Yep. And she kicked ass. So fuck yeah, Betty White. Best thing I read about the whole thing was uh, somebody said something like, live the kind of life that when you die at 99, people still say it's too soon. Yeah, that's pretty That's cool. tight. Yeah. That's super tight. So, yeah. Hey, real quick. what? Wh- I'm just curious. Not to like go down this rabbit hole too hard, but like, I'm just curious. Is there anything that you guys were like, oh, fuck, I, I want to like kind of change this about myself. Is that too heavy to talk about or too boring to talk about? I'm just curious. Or you guys don't even think about that kind of shit. I, I think about it every single day. So it's more like, yeah, here's another day where I need to check another thing off the mile long list of shit that I have to do before I die. You should get that frog out of your throat, though. <laughs> yeah, you sound really weird right that now. That should be one of your goals for this year. <laughs> Extract the frog. Um, yeah, I, I think I just kind of do that uh, periodically. I don't, I don't like plan it out on one day or anything, you know. But no, I'm yeah. all, I'm all set. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm pretty much as perfect as you can be. So you know, it's yeah. kind of like, where do you go from here? But <laughs> now, dude, yeah. I'm, I'm always thinking about it. So yeah, same. New Year's. I mean, there. I guess two years ago, that's when I was fully having. I was like at the peak of midlife crisis. Like I need to do something else. I need to get back to being creative full time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started the star Wars podcast. I was like, it's going to be a YouTube channel or a podcast or something. I need to like create a new creative thing that gets the wheels turning. So whether or not story of the year pays all the bills, at least I'm shifting away from a fucking corporate job to make everything. What I do creative, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm still doing it. You know, I'm doing better than, 99% of podcasts with that one and this one, you know, that, that last like three episodes. So yeah, I dude. feel like if anything, it feels like, you know, the, the, the new year is like, you're like over going over the top of a hill and then like, you just kind of coast after that. You're just like, cool. It's all, it's all behind you. You know, I don't really think about changing, but like, I guess there is a little bit of a weight that you're like, cool, it's new shit, whatever you just, you know, you kind of leave the old shit behind you. I guess I kind of get that vibe yeah, after yeah. the new year. Yeah. I get like, fuck it. New year. Let's fucking go. I, uh, I think it's, Part of it for me is because I shut it down so hard over the holidays. Like I just, I'm like 92% like off my phone and off social media and shit like that. So I have a lot of time to just like think. And I think that just like happens to just fall at the same time as New Year's, you know, where I'm just like really, really thinking and and like writing and shit and just like shut down super hard, you know? And like, I get super excited. Yeah. Mine's kind of the opposite. It's like so stressful in the whole fucking holiday season. It's it's not my favorite time of year at all, but it's like too no, much going on. That's why I shut everything down, dude. Yeah. Um, so I do feel relief. That's why I feel like that. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah, that's done. Finally. I, I do, this is nerdy, but I do get, these are all my, my journals mm-hmm. and every year, uh, the last four years I use the same exact one. Why are they all hello kitty notebooks? <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove me wrong. 
There's just like something about these standard issue. It's like it's a standard. It's like a twenty dollar notebook, but it just reminds me of like it's like the font and shit just looks all like uh, Royal Tenenbaums kind of. But right now it looks like a bunch of squares. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like we can't really dark. see the the definition very well. But it's yeah. like four pixels. I get super excited every year. I have six of these. Um, every year I buy a new one, and it's like the most exciting thing to just like start fresh, you know. Cause I write in it every day. I, I get really, I do get excited about that. Like buying a notebook. Cause like kind of like what you said, Dan, you just kind of leave it behind you. It's cool just to like a lot of, a lot of hard shit happened last year or two. You know, it's kind of cool to just like, all right, I'm gonna leave this notebook, start a new one. You know, mm-hmm. you've always been super into notebooks like that. You love paper. I used to be back in the lyrics on paper days. Yeah. When we were in the studio last week, I still like, I'm the only dude that's not on, on a phone. I, I still like to write shit out. I don't know. There's something cool about like, like it's part of my morning, my morning routine is I just like write shit and I don't want to be on my phone, you know? So it's like, I can't not be, if I, if I try to like journal and shit on my phone, then I'll just fucking open up Instagram or some shit, you know? Dude, I, I've thought about before, you know what? Actually, there's a thing in iOS now where you can, you can flip, it's like do not disturb, but it changes the way everything looks on your screen to yeah. like move all the apps out of the way and shit. I want to do that. I just don't want to see anything on my phone. I don't want to see text. I don't want to see missed call. I don't want to see. That's what I'm saying. You can hide all that. I might, I might do that. Well, I mean, I don't even want to see a screen. I, I don't even want to see a screen, dude. Like, it's been like... Do you ever think about smashing it? Do I go outside and fucking look at trees and shit in the sky and look at shit, like, really far away? It's good for your eyes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, should, uh, you should get a kid across the street, like, on his, on his garage door to write your lyrics, and you just yell it to him with a bullhorn across the street so you can look at it far away. I'll call... I'll, I'll, I'll text Demir. Hey, Demir! He texted me today. He's like, he asked me if I wanted a pit bull. It's like, that is random. No, I don't. I got a spare one. You want one? Man, why is my wife calling me right now? I'm podcasting. What'd she call you? An idiot. No respect. Hey, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, Real quick. Let's do it. Is there anything in 2022 coming up, aside from our album and shit like that, but like movies, TV, bands, putting out albums, tours, maybe stuff, anything you guys are looking forward to? Let's talk about that shit. It's a new year. Mm. Are we like... No. Are you like... <laughs> ask, are we live right now? Are you just... Well, I mean, I'm recording. I'm asking all you guys, you people. I'm saying, was that part of the podcast you you asking or? <laughs> yes. Never mind. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I'll cut I'm out s- this whole part right here and then you just answer now. <laughs> right. Anyone who has an answer. I'll go. The fucking, the fucking Bob Fett show, dude. Bobble, Bobble. Bobble, Bobble Fett. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm like super pumped on that shit. I tried watching Cobra Kai and made it three minutes and I was like, I, I can't do this. Dude, it has, it's a fucking hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I haven't watched it yet. Is it shit? Again, here's what it is for me, dude. Again, like it, it's kind of, I don't mean to be like shitty, but it's like, it's kind of bad. And that's what I really love about it. Uh huh. You know, like Johnny Lawrence is so like ridiculous in it. He's almost like making fun of the show while it's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so, it's like what makes it work. But he's also really good. He's fucking great. He's the best part yeah. of that show. Yeah. So that, that, this is like, what, what, this is my point though. He's so good. And then, like, I was like, oh, Cobra Kai's out. Uh, I, I, I turned it on, tried to watch it, and, like, Daniel Russo was, like, just trying to act super hard. Like, everyone's just, like, trying so hard, and it's just so bad that I was, I, I, I for real made it, like, five minutes, and I was like, I just, I, just, I don't think I could do this anymore, you know? Dude, you know what kills it for me, which sucks, is the two main kids. Like, yes. the girl and Johnny's kid, whatever his name is. Yeah. If yeah. they were all like the kid with the mohawk with the lip thing, mm-hmm. it would be fine. Like yeah. he and actually, um, what's his name? Um, the kid who whose back got broken and shit. The, the cheesiness that 
that they bring is fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's like Van Damme movie level. It's it doesn't matter. Like I can handle that shit. But there's something about those other two kids that I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. You should be on f- fucking Riverdale or something. Like this isn't right. Oh, I just figured out what it was. I'm like in last place to all this pop culture shit. Like I'm always like six years behind everyone else. The last thing I watch is fucking Ted Lasso, which is a goddamn masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably just like, that's the last thing I saw. And now I turn on Cobra Kai after Ted Lasso and it just seems horrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. The idea of the new Cobra Kai, I couldn't, I can't bring myself to watch it yet. I'm sure I will, but yeah. it just didn't seem fun right now. I'll wait for you guys to watch it and be like, dude, just wait till season episode two. Or I'll wait, I'll wait till you guys watch it and tell me it's awesome before I. Yeah. I might've loved it just because we couldn't leave the house and there was nothing to do for the last year and a half. So maybe I was like, this is cool. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But maybe it's great. I don't know. You know what's weird is Billy Zabka, Johnny Lawrence, he did that and that's all he's known for, at least in my life. Like I've never mm-hmm. seen him in anything else. Yeah, He yeah. was just Johnny from Karate Kid. But Ralph Macchio was in a lot of shit, in a lot of like like staple movies of the 80s. You know what I mean? Fucking My Cousin, my cousin Vinny. Dude, we just watched that. <laughs> That is two good. nights ago, and <laughs> he's really so good. good. He's it's really good. He's really good in yeah. Karate Kid. Like he was a good actor. How did he get yeah. worse as an adult? It's like he went in reverse. He's got the hairpiece. I don't. I just watching him. Yeah, watching him be super serious about high school kids and their karate, and just him being so serious about the rivalry <laughs> and stuff. I was just like, you go to jail for that kind of shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Got to leave them kids alone, boy. Get that dude a restraining order. <laughs> he's just so serious. Like at least William Zabka is like. He's a fucking phenomenal actor. I, it, that's like the yeah. best part of the show, how good he is. But he's like so funny that it's like he's like making fun of the show at the same time. Not like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it keeps it yeah. light, but everyone else is so fucking serious. And it's like. It's because he I, drives a Camaro or Trans Am or whatever, and he calls people <laughs> pussies. So we think he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just caught me in the, the wrong time, wrong mood, whatever. Yeah. I was just like. I put it on. I made it maybe five minutes. I was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I couldn't know. watch it right now. Doesn't seem right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did watch Don't Look Up or whatever. That movie Dude. was great. That shit was awesome. Yes, really, it's amazing. <laughs> Is that the <laughs> Leonardo really DiCaprio one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of slow. It's kind of weird, but it's fucking great. The what's ending his name? is amazing. Uh, the dude who made it, uh, Adam or uh, Adam McKay. Adam McKay, yeah, made all those like like old school and shit and like mm-hmm. stepbrothers and then yeah. he did big short and he you know big short's one of my favorite movies the last 10 years yeah i had no He's idea great. what it was going into it i didn't know if it was a drama or a comedy or whatever so it kind of caught me off guard but holy shit it's great yeah i didn't know where it was going and i was like what the fuck it's crazy you know what's weird about it though it's great i don't want to give anything away but it's really good they interviewed him on the big picture and talked about it recently they did like a leonardo dicaprio hall of fame kind of list of his best movie- movies he could pretty much do anything and i would like it yeah but it's the movie, like, as much as I love it, it almost doesn't work because the world is so fucked right now that it's hard to do satire. Like, just putting actual quotes of actual politicians and people and shit right now is, you know what I mean? Like, SNL, there, there's shit where they'll quote actual stuff in, like, a, you know, a fake White House skit or whatever. And it's, it's, it's like, it's its own satire, you know? Yeah. yeah, I do see a lot of people who don't like it. Because of the satire, like, I don't really know who they're, you know, making fun of, but it's obviously poking fun at certain politicians and stuff. But, you know, I don't know enough about it in the last couple of years because I have not paid attention to politics. But but it's obviously just making fun of the whole system in a good yeah. way. And it's fun. It's a fucking good time. I'm going to watch that shit tonight. It's very good. It's hilarious, but it's also hard to watch in the exact same way that it, Idiocracy now is, like, tough to laugh yeah. at because it's so real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like the dramatic Idiocracy. 
Yeah. So everybody keeps comparing them. I'm like, ah, idiocracy is still idiocracy. You can't yeah. really beat that. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. But it's not the same, but same, same vibe you get from it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like we're all fucking stupid and we're all killing ourselves. And yes, it's all good. And Jonah Hill is fucking hilarious it. in it. Like old school improv, super bad level Jonah Hill. Like, um, you know, this is the end and 21 yeah. Jump Street kind of style. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Just watch it. It's good. Tight. That's jo- it. Jonah Hill in Wolf of Wall Street, dude. Oh my God, dude. Dude. Yeah. And dude. Leo. <laughs> yeah. Those two. Dude, I want a movie with those two just always. As, every just movie. A, yeah, every yeah. movie. But just as like a duo. Yeah. That's the best shit ever. Yeah. Uh, I know your question said not our band, but I am fucking so excited to do some shows like flyouts, festivals, and stuff like that. I'm just excited to, to do that stuff. But we 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 talk about that every week, so we don't need to talk about that. But <laughs> yeah, you said that, and I literally was like, all I think about is like getting our record done, and like, what are yeah. we gonna do? I don't. Yeah, I don't, I'm not looking forward to anything other than that. Really, yeah. I don't know if anybody's making a record other than us. I have no idea because I've been so like ob- uh, you know obsessed with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. We touched on this last week, but I am like getting t- getting to that point where it's like. I'm thinking about music videos and like all the visual shit. I'm all excited. Like, what are we gonna name the album? Like, cats. Are we gonna do like cool like uh, a thematic thing? Or are we gonna do like a cool color palette? Like, like literally, it's wide open right now, and that is so goddamn exciting to me. I think about it every single day. You know, yeah. yeah. Just brainstorm shit. Just to, it's it's just like such an exciting time for us. Not just for the music, but there's like you know 25 other things that go along with the music. You know. That it is weird to think like we could make the best record ever, and if we name it Cats and we all wear cat makeup, like it'll fucking ruin the whole record. <laughs> Let's name it Penis. Name it Penis. You're probably gonna fucking ruin your record. Yo, did you finish? Or not, Dave? By the way, Ryan Phillips. We did. did. We, finish finish it? Yeah, yeah. we finished. Yeah, we it finished it on the it. last night, dude. Going back to that little Airbnb, watching Dave every night after fucking twelve hours in the studio, just opening a beer and just watching Dave. I know it's not like a raging party, but just that chill out, like, because I, you guys know how my brain works. I get so fucking turned up with this stuff that like I need to come down. Like after we play a show, turns. Yeah, T U R N T. After mm-hmm. we play like a show, I need a good like six hours for my brain to kind of come down. Mm-hmm. I'll just lay there, and not. I'll just be like that ruled, that ruled, that ruled, and and like the same thing with the studio and shit. I'm so like my brain is so fired up with all this stuff that like watching a show like that. It's like the perfect like come down, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's I looked forward to it every night. It's like on the drive home. I was like, dude, I'm just going to like get my sweatpants and open a beer and watch fucking Dave, you know? It's like, so, it was so nice. Yeah, it's great. We're going to need a new one next week. All right, we could do Cobra Kai there. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Adam, you and I already talked about The Matrix. Yeah, oh, yeah. We don't need to talk about it on here. Did anybody watch that new one? I did. I did. Was it good? It's dope. It's not what you expect from The Matrix, but it's it's dope. It's really divisive. Like it's love or hate. What is what it seems like. Yeah. I've been trying to get Milo to watch the old ones with me before I watch it, but he doesn't want to. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Uh, I think it was pretty, pretty rad, but it's like, I was telling you, Adam, that when he fucking fist bumps the robot, I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm fucking out. I'm out, dude. Oh, that's not good. Sorry. I didn't mean to spo- spoil alert. Sorry. I, I love it. Oh it's... God. That part that I'm talking about. No, no, I don't love the fist bump. Oh, I, I love the movie. You, oh, I'm talking. I'm sorry. I thought you said I love the. F- I thought you were referring to specifically to I that. I love fist bump. when humans and robots get along, bro. <laughs> I thought I that's mean, what you were saying. To like, be what? perfectly honest, I would love to fist bump a robot, but uh, that's not what I'm saying. No, I, I love the movie. It's 
it breaks all expectations of what a Matrix movie is supposed to be, and I know that was the goal. Uh, so that's going to be divisive. Obviously it is. Fuck it. But otherwise, in uh, 2022, it's going to be the fucking, the biggest Star Wars year ever. So I'm over the goddamn moon about that. And if you want to hear me talk about that, you can listen to my other podcast. But <laughs> Yeah, because oh, the, the, the Kenobi show happens this year, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, it does. The yeah, Kenobi show. The Kenobi show. That's yeah, a talk show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Late night with Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Late night with Kenobi. Dude, I, I predict that's going to be like, that's going to be the jam. Yeah. That's the Ahsoka show is going to be fucking amazing. I have a lot of uh, thoughts and predictions about this shit. Cool. Dude, I know you, you don't fuck with cartoons, but... I don't. I'll give you a list of shit to watch about Ahsoka, and it will make it all... Uh, it'll make it make a lot of sense. All right, but I won't watch it. I watched the, uh, <laughs> I watched the South Park COVID special. That was hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's like a Netflix thing or something, right? Or what uh, is it on? Paramount Plus, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. South Park still yeah. like makes new episodes? Yeah, they're yeah. great. They're making like super long specials right now and just fucking making oh, wow. fun of the world in a good way. Dude, you know what else is animation? Another thing that Ryan won't ever watch um, that's really good. I watched the Animatrix, all but the very last bit of it. It's fucking awesome because it, it, it goes back and it explains like the whole beginning of the Matrix. It tells like the how, you know, the fall of humans kind of thing. Dude, I know I would like it. I know I would like all the animated Star Wars stuff. I know I would. Um, I just... I can't ever like get pumped to like sit down and watch anything animated. Like every time I have to watch something with my kids or whatever, I'm like, God damn it. And then I love it. It's like awesome. Like I love soul. That shit was amazing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just, there's something, are great. I just can't, I can't get like fired up to watch an animated movie. I feel the exact same way, dude. I always yeah. have to force myself. I've watched yeah. Luca like four times. That movie Luca. Mm-hmm. It's oh, a kid's yeah, movie. Yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's Pixar too, right? Uh, I don't know. I think so. It's been on Disney. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's probably Pixar. Pixar does not. They don't fuck up. They no. like just kill every fucking time. It's unreal. Cool. It's good shit. Ooh, what if somebody could animate like our podcast for us? Yeah, Rogan does that. Yeah. He'll do like segments. I know how to do that and I've thought about doing it. No, not you. You don't have time. We need somebody who can do it for us. There's like a way to do it. If Basically, if we can get someone to draw us and we have like just two or three positions of us. And then you do this thing in After Effects where you just have different mouths and you just, you throw the audio in and it automatically animates the mouth. Hmm, that's cool. We could fully do that. That's fun. Yeah. Somebody draw us. Somebody fucking draw me. <laughs> just me, not everybody else. All right, let's move on. All right, so before we started, I said, hey, patrons in Discord, patrons of our band. Patrons. Hey, patrons, what would be your dream four band lineup, tour lineup with us? We don't have to headline, just four bands, whatever. Fucking Metallica can be the headliner, doesn't matter. What's your dream lineup? A realistic one, too, and I try to give them a, a little bit of, you know, some guidelines on, like, it can't be four bands that are exactly the same size because blah, 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 whatever. So we got a bunch of ideas, a bunch of shit that people would love to see. So I want to shout some of those out, and let's talk about that. Like, what would our dream lineups be? Mm. You know? Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> My favorite answer. And us. Big time moat pocket. Wiley McFly. Wiley was the first to respond. Also, uh, this is these will be listed from headliner down to opener. Yeah, right. We headline over everybody. <laughs> Deftones, Thrice, Story of the Year, Don Broco. I'm down with Wiley's answer. Do you guys listen to Don Broco at all? Mm-hmm. A little bit. I showed, yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, it's fucking great. They it's do. weird because we've already done this tour without Don Broco, but. Yeah. yeah, that's like Taste of Chaos. Yeah. Um, but I would do it again. I would gladly do it again. 
And yeah, Don Broco, we are label mates now. So that might be in our future. Who knows? That would be sick. Because they're, they're like huge in Europe, but not here yeah. so much. So Yeah. They're so good. They're really good musicians too. Yeah, they're tight. Really good looking too. Jordan of the Year, Jordan Povis said, Story of the Year, Silverstein, Senses Fail, Beartooth. Nah. That would be sick. Nah, I'm over it. I don't know how. I'm just kidding. That That's like a thing where we're all pretty similar size. And like the idea, like we'd all have to get paid more than we could realistically get paid to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to be a, the kind of thing where like, you know, from biggest down to smallest in terms of like what a band makes. Otherwise it just doesn't work financially. We could do like a taste of chaos altogether. Like yeah. it would have to be like a festival thing. It'd have to be like a dozen smaller bands on like a side stage or something with that, you know? Yeah. That's why a lot of people don't understand this. You don't tour, you might tour with two bands that are pretty big, but yeah, it's hard to do three or four of bands that are the same size all together because money wise, it's hard to make that work. Yeah. Unless you're big enough to really make a lot of money on it, but. Or if the tour has a shit ton of sponsors, like any of those festivals, they have sponsors like Warped, you know, all those rows and rows of tents where you had people like selling fucking hemp jewelry and shit, like whatever, all of that, they pay Kevin Lyman, they pay the Warped Tour to be there. So all of that helps fund the whole thing. So not only do you have ticket sales, but then you have that to actually cover the cost of the bands, pay the bands, pay for catering, all that kind of shit. So yeah, that'd be a sick tour, but I don't see how that could ever happen. What about this one? Laura, Laura Fernandez. Is that what that says? Sure. Story of the year, Silverstein, Amberlynn, Seosin. Kind of a similar problem, but that would be fucking sick. Everything on this list would be super fucking tight. Like everything. It depends on how long you've known our band and or seen us. We've done most of these things already. So yeah. yeah. Where were you? I want to tour with Amberlynn just to hang out with him. <laughs> you can, you can turn back time and just go see it, bro. Get a DeLorean. There's one, there's a contest. You can get one. Think how fun it would be to be in a dress room and just like, Nate and Steven walked in. Steven walks yeah. in. Like, oh, hey, story of the years. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be so fucking awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. Yep. Alan, Alan said, uh, Alan's definitely white. He said, Beartooth, Silverstein, story of the year, and Capstan. It's a band I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we're second of four. That's a little rough. What do we get? 180 bucks a night? Sick. I, f- I would love to tour with Beartooth. That'd be the shit. Silverstein, obviously, that we've talked about that a million times. Is Beartooth bigger than Silverstein? Mm, I think so, yeah. I think they really? do really well nowadays. Damn, that's tight for them. I'm not real sure, but depends on how old you are. Wait till, our, sh- wait till our shit comes out. We're yeah. going to be headlining over everybody on here. Yeah, over Anthrax. Over, over Met- uh, Metallica. Big depends on age, literally. If you're talking age groups like 18 to 25, yeah, they're probably bigger. Mm. Yep. 30 to 40, I bet we got them on lock. <laughs> Dude, that's another thing, like... Putting these bills together from like nerdy as this shit is to talk about, a booking agent will go, well, this portion of the lineup is going to bring people of this age and this portion is going to bring people of this age. So like how to order the bands, all that shit comes into play. And even though we might be bigger than Beartooth for older fans, what they make nightly, what they're used to, what they can like justify going out and, you know, spending money on a bus or whatever for might not be enough to be second or third out of four playing for more older fans. You know what I'm saying? It just like sometimes just doesn't work out. Mm. So like all, even these dream tours for us, like we talk, to fan, we talk to friends all the time, like, oh, dude, we should do something together, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, we both need to make this much to make this work at all. All right, never mind. Enjoy your tour. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> you know? say no to most things, so. Real fucking neat. 
another one, the used story of the year, census fail, Hawthorne Heights, Mitch five, six, four, three said that that'd be fucking sick, but that would have to be a festival again. It's like, you know what I mean? Nah, that one might work. I want to tour with the used real bad on this next shit. Same. The used is big enough for, uh, for whatever reason, they're not like that much bigger, but they are technically to where us and census fail could like middle ground and Hawthorne could open and like, well, they're still too big to open, but that could work. If we put like three other openers on it too, we could all be good mid bands. Yeah. Or at least like one like small band, you know, an up and comer, like a five band bill that has like a 25 minute set at the beginning. Yeah. Maybe. In the parking lot. <laughs> Hawthorne Heights is killing it right now. So I guess I think of like Hawthorne Heights as not being as big as us, but they are. And yeah, back in the day, that's how it was. But they then, also, didn't they go fucking platinum on that first album? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Like kind of quickly. I don't know. It's weird to think about, dude. All that shit's weird. Um, the used story of the year, he is legend and Berlin is what big time Oak Pocket said. That would be the shit. Yeah. He's legend yep. over Amberlynn though. I don't know. No. I love them both, but I don't know. I don't know. I think all of these would just kind of rule. Yep. My favorite one is uh, Ram and Daddy, uh, Ladley, Rancid, Deftone, Sodi, The Menzingers. Those three bands besides us are three of my favorite bands ever. So yeah, I'm into that one. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I'd much rather do that one than any of these other ones. Rancid and Deftones would be really weird, but also I bet there's a lot of overlap, weirdly enough. Rancid fans would probably hate us, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, 80% of Rancid fans are just like, that's yeah, fucking Rancid. I like Rancid. Sure. Yeah. But they're like country fans, really. <laughs> yeah. I should know I should know the answer to this, but I don't. Sorry. Um, is Tom DeLong in Blink-182 still? <laughs> no. 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 I mean, he's not back in... I'll rephrase that. He's not, like, back in it, right? <laughs> you said still. Like, you didn't know he was ever not in the band. No, I mean, he's not, like, back in it, right? He's still not in it. No, he's not. Okay. No, no. he's... It's hard to rehearse from Orbit. Sorry, I yeah, yeah. I said that wrong. So, sorry. Seeing the band still. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that it's event like he'll eventually be back in it. Like that's just going to happen, right? I hope. Yeah, I read I read like three or four articles the other day that they're in the talks of okay. like Okay. So, it'd mm. be cool. We just got to get the schedules lined yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So, that's going to happen, but wouldn't that be cool? On here it says Blink-182 Day to Remember Story Thrice. Wouldn't it be cool to open up for Blink-182 and hear some of those old-ass fucking songs? Like, that would be... Shit, yeah, it would. It'd be, like good, it'd be like a good hang, you know? Just sit on side stage and watch that stuff. I celebrated some of their catalog the other day at work. It just seems like it'd be like a very light, fun, easy tour. Mm-hmm. It'd just be fun, you know? Yeah. And they're chill dudes. Yep. They're cool. I mean... They can afford to bring all of these bands out yeah. in one tour package. Yes. Yeah. Especially if he joins the band again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even, even without him, I saw him two years ago or whatever with Matt Skiba and they did Enema of the State front to back. Oh, really? It was yeah. a little weird with Matt Skiba doing it, but it was fucking amphitheater. It was fucking 15,000 people, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are fucking huge. That would be amazing. With or without Matt, or t- Matt, Matt DeLong. <laughs> Old Matt. Old Matt DeLong. <laughs> Don DeLong. I wonder, I mean, not that this matters, but I want them to just be a four piece because I like them with Matt Skiba too. Alkaline Trio is one of my favorite bands of all time, but... Well, yeah, the... the one of the articles I read was like, I don't think Matt Skiba would leave. Yeah, unless... He would just be... In, they'd be in the band yeah, together. because they're all friends. Like, he's friends with Tom, too. Like, they all knew each other before this. So it's like, it'd just be a four-piece, and then he sings those songs. Matt... I mean, you know, Tom sings Tom songs. Uh, Mark sings the Mark songs, you know? We like when Green Day added that fourth yeah. guitar player. Didn't yeah, they still have... He the... starts showing up in videos and stuff. Yeah, he's still a full <laughs> member now. Like, he's always there. They <laughs> kind of crept him in. Yeah, like, you know, Nirvana had Pat Smear. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could fuck with that. That would be mm-hmm. tight. See? Hey, 
You get our approval, guys. Yeah, it's yes. so, now you guys can do it. They're just waiting for us to <laughs> just bring it up. Now it's now it's thanks a thing. for listening to the podcast, Blink One Eighty Two. They've never had this idea cross their mind, guys. <laughs> Good thing we're here. Wait, wait, we can do a four piece, dude. So, for people listening, we did a lot of house cleaning. We have a brand new booking agent, new management stuff like that. It is gonna be cool to think about. Like, I, I know the state of the world will factor into some of this stuff a little bit with the pandemic, but. Fuck, dude, we're gonna have a new record and um, this new booking agent. Like, you, you never know, man. Some of this shit could really pan out. I predict really, really rad shows for us coming up. You know? Yeah. I, yes. I like just based on some of the offers we've already seen. I'm just like, yep, this is gonna be tight. And one that we already have booked that hasn't been announced. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be fucking insane. Yeah. Yo, what about us? Let's try to collectively come up with like a tour that could actually happen that we would love to do. Even if, you know, just pick a four band, even if it's like one show, what would be the, like the tightest thing? Just four bands. We don't need like four little bands to pay for the thing. Anything with Silverstein, anything with the U's makes sense given our history, given like how our brand bands have um, kind of broke at the same, I don't know. Anything with the U's makes sense. Anything with Silverstein, cause they're killing it. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon, they're way bigger than us, but I think um, shit like that would just be cool for us mainly. Because they're so huge. We want to steal your fans. Yeah. Day to remember because f- those dudes are fucking, or Kevin. Because they're stiff. Because they're stiff, yeah. Stiff ass The band, boy's dude. stiff. Yeah. So let's say, for example, Bring Me the Horizon headlines and we're direct support. That would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Not co-headlining clearly because they're fucking huge. Depends on who else is on it, but yeah. Who could go second of four? He is legend? Yeah, I don't know. Right now, there's too many bands that are bigger than us. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd be first of seven on the, <laughs> yeah, on the bill, yeah, yeah. most likely on this one. Yeah. But I'm also trying to factor in like when the album happens and everyone's like, oh, fuck, they're back. Yeah. I'm trying to be a little optimistic in this. Mm. Which is going to happen. Yeah. We did get an offer for a tour that was in the similar world of bands that are that big, but we would not have been direct support. So we said no, but it was a great offer, great bands, but it's hard to do. We're just in that weird spot where, I don't know, th- things are going to be different with this new record. I'm calling it, but yeah. Right now, it's like uh, we're in a weird spot. Think though, let's try to do this for real. Because we, you could put, you could put like a, a half a dozen bands as a headliner with us as direct support, and then the bottom two are the hard ones. Because maybe because we don't know like young bands that are small enough, that would make sense. But or how to figure it out, like the used with us as direct support, sick. Then who do we put below that? Nirvana. He is legend is like the only band that I can think of on a tour that size that we know that we know of that would work. Sounds good to me. Amberlynn, like, is Amberlynn, like, they they couldn't be second of four with us, right? They're, like, too big for that even. Yep. It would have to be, like, a huge headliner. It'd have to be fucking Blink-182. Dude, my dream band to open for, I wouldn't even want to open for it because I'd be scared to go on stage. Who? Fucking Rage Against the Machine. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, how do yeah. you? Pl- how could you ever play for Rage fans? You can't. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. They would just be like, yeah. shut up, go away, bring Rage out. No one came. That's why they bring Run the Jewels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who even opens that kind of shit? It's just the two of them, right? There's it's just the open. two of them, I think. Damn. They probably have an opener. Hopefully it happens this year. Yeah, Josh and I have tickets to that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did I did too. Well, I didn't buy them, but I had them through friends. Yes, I was going to go. What, what happened? That got rescheduled again? It's this year. Yeah, it's supposed to be 2022. We'll probably be in the studio. We'll, we'll probably, probably be out of town. We probably, yeah, we probably <laughs> <Yeah>. will be home. <laughs> we'll have yeah. a festival in Gary, Indiana. Yes. Gary. Hey, what about uh, Neck Deep? Are they big? Yeah, bigger than us. How big are they? Yeah, bigger dude, than you. This is this is tough because we're just in a weird spot right now where like every cool band is bigger than us. 
It's weird to say. Speaking but... of that Blink One Eighty Two show, I went to see Neck Deep. Neck Deep opened. Oh shit! Mm. Or they were direct support, but only because who are they on tour with uh, this summer? Oh, it was Lil Wayne. Yeah. Oh shit. Lil Wayne dropped off. Yeah. Lil Wayne didn't play St. Louis. Oh, that's right. So Neck Deep was the I only band on that tour that. with him. That's fucking crazy. Mm. He said no. <laughs> Mike Cronin said, "Story of the Year: Low Cash, Humble Bee, and Sixty Seven North." Perfect. Mm. That'll work out. We did. We did that once. Not that, but we did the our own bands open for our own bands. That's not easy. I don't like that. I don't want to do two times the work. It's easy for me. <laughs> yeah, you're the only <laughs> one that got to sit there and watch. That's what yeah. you get for starting more bands in this mm-hmm. one. That's what you get. That's what you get for trying so hard. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah, this, this is hard. I mean, it, mine would be like No Effects and Bad Religion and three other punk bands because I just don't listen to our kind of music at all. And we do those festivals all the time and I love it. Yeah, man, it's fucking, it's really difficult. But the ultimate, ultimate, I think, would be... My Chemical Romance, Us, Thrice, in the used, and the used, yeah, the, our first, our first ever tour, yeah. There you go. We'll That's flip, the ultimate. Flip everything around a little bit, and we'll, we would still open. We'll still we would open. Still open. <laughs> yeah, it would almost be the same order, but My Chem would headline instead of the used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Thrice would be right after us. I would be happy to do. We we would get paid enough for that to make sense. Maybe for the experience, like <laughs> it wouldn't be as much as we would like to make, but I feel like we would. We'd sell a lot of fucking merch. I like TikTok. And overall, it would just be so big. <laughs> Adam, that skit, that SNL skit, I've showed it to like yeah. six different people now. It's the fucking best. Dude, it's it's the best, but it's also scary. I like Fallout Boys. I like Fallout Boys. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fallout Boys. Wrap round table. I had a fucking scary... You guys want to kind of wrap up this conversation? Yeah, the, the last thing would be uh, Fall Out Boy. Hey, Pete, if you want to bring us on tour, fucking hey, let's do it. That would have made sense 20 years ago. It doesn't make as much sense now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love Tic Tacs. All right. Uh, it's like, let's be done. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fuck. Josh, thanks for your participation this week. We really appreciate you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's beautiful. Hey, um, if you want to support our band, not just this podcast, but all of it, you can go to patreon.com slash story of the year. There's merch there. It's exclusive merch just for patrons. We also have tiers that get you stuff for live shows. So when we have shows coming up like we do in February and things like that, if we do any kind of VIP shit. February. February. Anything uh, that's included in some of those tiers. So fuck with it. Bare minimum, it gives you access to our Discord server where all the weird shit's going down. So patreon.com slash story of the year is where you go to do that. Hit us up. We appreciate it. Follow our band uh, everywhere except TikTok. No, no. TikTok exists. I think it's called story. It's, I don't know what it's called because story of the year was taken by some fucking shithead. So it's, it's story of the year talk or something. I don't know what the fuck, fuck it is. We took too long and now we already blew it. <laughs> we have to have a social media dude put out a hit on whoever that person is so we can get the account. Yeah. It's something else. I don't know what the fuck it is at story of the year on everything else. My shit is all at Adam used to have COVID dot fart. Dan, how about you? The COVID expert.com. <laughs> <laughs> Three billion at falloutboys.com. <laughs> <sighs> that ed you. <laughs> nice. Ooh, I'm already following that. That's tight. <laughs> it's educational. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. Rest in peace, Betty White. Everybody else, Josh, tell them what to do. Suck one. How can we go on?